you i've already seen majority of the movie <laughs> um i'm not gonna tell you how but i've seen majority i will say that there are videos sur- surfacing for weeks on the internet i've seen a lot of stuff on the internet recently too and i because i've seen majority of the film i can tell you that a lot of what's out there is real stuff i know people are like oh the the killer reveals are fake they're not fake those are real killer reveals and let me tell you like I, I actually, I think the whole reveal of the killers are now out. Um, so yeah, and I'm also not like, I'm, I'm not promoting pirating films. Please don't do that. Go support the movie. I am going to support the movie as well. Um, I got my hands on some, some really interesting stuff about Scream long before. So like, yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. So anyway, Scream Six. There's a lot happening in this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything in this, by the way. Um, I'm just gonna say that from what I've seen of the movie and from what I've read from different scripts and things like that, it's very. Oh, this is it's a very different Scream. It's a very different Scream. Um, it, while it feels very similar to older Screams, it it it's very different. Um, I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing that's so different about this film is that there is no obviously like. No Sydney. Um, it's focusing a lot more on Sam and Tara and their friends, which I think is great because I think that, you know, the last film, I didn't really care, um, to be honest, for, about most of them. I liked uh, Mindy, I think, the most out of the surviving cast. I liked Mindy the most. I liked Sam. Tara's whatever. Um, so is Chad. But I think this movie is going to do more for their characters, um, which is good. And, um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm excited to see Kirby again because everyone thought she was dead. I know, I thought, uh, I mean, I really didn't think much about Kirby after Scream 4, but, like, I don't know. It, it's weird how some of these characters come back because you would think that, like, Sydney and everyone knows that they're alive. But then again, like, you know, because it's, like, somebody had to have known Homegirl was alive. Um, but, I mean, Kirby wasn't really a big part. I mean, she was a big part of Ford technically but not really like if it was like jill or somebody who survived i'd be like wait a minute hold on you mean to tell me one of the killers survived and nobody knew about it i call this bullshit i call bullshit like dewey's a, a detective he you know he's a sheriff all these things gail's a reporter somebody would have leaked some kind of information to them that one of these people survived there's no fucking way that a killer is going to survive and nobody not you know not Sheriff Dewey or his wife Gail Weathers, a huge reporter, is gonna know that this person, you know, survived. Unless the family paid someone off, which again, I, I, just the way the killers have died in the past, it would be really lame to bring back one of those killers. And everybody wants Stu to come back, but I'm like, dude, Stu had a TV smashed on his head. Like, his head went through the glass, he got electrocuted, these things, we saw this happen. So if Stu was able to survive this, oh, come on. Like, no... No, no one, no, no one comes out of that alive and okay. Like, I mean, I mean, Stu's, Stu's the least of my issues. I, you know, like Billy coming back would be stupid. We saw him get shot in the head. Plus Sam has visions of him now, which I mean, visions of him doesn't mean that he's a ghost. It means that she's having visions from her own mind. So who knows? But I feel like the rule is if you're, sta- you're shot in the head, then you shouldn't be coming back. Um, now in the case of Jill, Jill would be a different situation because Jill doesn't have like, like, Stu could potentially have protection, 
right? Meaning that, like, he... His family was obviously rich, all these kind of things like that. So someone could have paid them off to keep that, you know, him being alive. Hush, hush. It's possible. Um, But with Jill, Jill doesn't have much family left. Like, we saw her mom, who seems to be a single mother. Um, Sydney's family's dead. So there's really no one that can really vouch for Jill and take her, you know, and and, and put her in hiding or whatever, like not tell anyone. Um, so I, I, I couldn't see, like earlier on in the series, if someone were to survive and no one tell, that'd be one thing, but because of Sydney Prescott and her fame and all that stuff, and because of Dewey and Gail and all these people, somebody should have known that Jill survived the events of Scream 4. Right, they would have had to take her to a whole different hospital outside of town, or whatever. Like something would have had to have happened for people to not know that um, that Jill was alive. So I, I don't like. I don't think her. Cause she was one that was not shot in the head, as well. Um, I don't think. I'm not sure Charlie was either. I don't remember what happened to Charlie. I don't really care about much about Charlie. Um, in fact, Charlie would be one of the ones that if they came back, I would kind of see it because Charlie was one of the more gruesome killers, but also at the same time, like he. He was kind of a, a kind of a whatever character, kind of a throwaway killer, which a lot of movies have. Um, I will say one. Okay, I, I don't want to spoil it, but I kind of want to spoil it. I will say one of the deaths in this film has a very pays pays beautiful homage to Sarah Michelle Gellar's "I Know What You Did Last Summer" death. That's all I'm gonna say, which I kind of love because I'm like, bro, like this is straight up out of "I Know What You Did Last Summer" and. Sarah Michelle Gellar was in Scream 2, and she's worked on two films with, with Kevin, well, maybe more than that, actually, now, with Kevin Williamson. So that was a straight-up homage to her character, and I kind of loved how they did that, because it was really cool um, how that part happened. But yeah, the movie is very, like, twisty. I will tell you that from, from the beginning, it's very, like, what the fuck is happening? And it definitely raises the stakes of Scream films. It, it goes places that I think a lot of people have wanted it to go, um, but not in the way that you would expect it to go. So Scream 6 is definitely, like, it's taking a lot of bold risks, but doing a great job in doing it. And honestly, I feel like you're going to be on the edge of your seat your whole time. Um, it, yeah, it, it's just, it's a very crazy, crazy movie. I'm so excited for it, too, because, like, I'm a huge 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 screen fan ever since i was a kid you know and the first movie came out i remember my dad going to uh we had we didn't have i mean we had like blockbuster and hollywood video or no hollywood video might not have been around at that time i don't remember but we had um this place called video shores right up from my house and um i remember one day he came home from work and i was excited to see it um because i had seen a few horror movies by that point i was like six seven years old um but I had seen, like, The Exorcist and stuff like that. So I had seen things that were scarier than Scream at that point. And he brought it home. And he's just like, remember, it's only a movie. Um, and we watched it, me, him, my mom. And, yeah, like, I was just kind of, like, glued to that movie. And then ever since, like, I... It was weird, because, like, if you put on... Um, hold on. Oh. That's annoying. Um... Anyway, if you put on movies like, you know, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween, I would kind of freak out as a kid. I did not like those kind of movies or The Exorcist, honestly. I didn't like those kind of movies. Um, But there was something about Scream that was very different. I think because, like, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what made Scream... uh, 
so different for me to watch, but you could put Scream on for me, and I would just chill. Like, the other movies, I'd be scared, because, I mean, they're not, like, the killers in Scream, when you're a kid anyway, yeah, they're scary, but they're not like Jason and Freddy and Michael, who are, like, these big boogeymen that you know, come out of nowhere and that are pretty much unstoppable. The killers in Scream are regular people like you and me, which psychologically, yes, makes them more terrifying um, because they could be just anybody, but also like not as terrifying because there's human elements to them where Freddy really is someone who gets you in your sleep, in your dreams, you have to sleep. So that's what's creepy. You know, Jason, if you're away at camp or whatever, you know, and you go into the water, he's there or something like that. You know, if you're unsupervised, he's there. You know, and then Michael Myers gets you on Halloween, you know, a holiday where you're supposed to go out and get candy and stuff. But the idea that, you know, that could happen to you or that you could be at home with the babysitter when your parents are out, like they put you in situations that you could be in that are really quite close to home. And I mean, Scream does the same thing, but I don't, like I said, Scream was different because like I said, they were mortal guys at the end of the movie they both die. So it's not like something where you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, there's going to be a sequel where they return. While there is a sequel and Ghostface, the costume returns, the person underneath every time is different because they're just regular, regular people. And and that's kind of what makes Scream so interesting is because every time there's a new movie, there's a new killer, there's a new motive. And you kind of go in to see, you know, what big stars are going to get killed off in this one what who's going to be the killer what what deaths they're going to have like how does this affect sydney's life even more and dewey and gail um so scream really has a different audience than majority of other horror movies where you're going in because when you go and you watch like i said freddie jason michael whatever you're walk you're going into those knowing that the killer is going to survive you know they're going to try their damnness to kill off the killer or whatever you know the final girl or whatever but then surprise they're going to come back for another one. Um, and majority of the time in these movies, there's a new final girl or a new final person taking over. So the person that, you know, led the last movie, in the case of like the Nightmare on Elm Street films, the person who led the, the last movie is going to die at some point um, in the movie, if they even come back at all. Um, where in like, you know, Halloween, it kind of varies with Halloween. Um, and the same thing with like um, Friday the 13th. Like sometimes the, they'll, they'll survive. And you'll see them in another one, or other times they won't, and you just don't know what happens to them. So, I mean, those movies are very different. Where Scream, Scream, at least for the first, you know, four to five movies, it's the same people over and over and over again. You know, except for, and then when we get to five and things change a little bit, um, uh, with, you know, with Sydney not being the main character anymore, and Gail not being the main characters anymore either, but both of them and Dewey coming back for number five. So, again, you have those, those core three that have been in the majority of the film, or all the films, up until that point, coming back to reprise their roles. So there is that familiar ground that we're used to, where in most other horror movies, we're not used to having that for that long. I mean, we have Laurie Strode for Halloween, but I mean, she's been in, uh, she's, she's been in a handful of them, you know, and then there's been a, quite a few that she wasn't in. Anything from like three to number six, she wasn't in. Um, she came back for seven, and she died in eight, and then, you know, this reboot franchise happened, and that's totally different. Um, which, yeah, she did star in those. So, but, like, what I mean is, 
Sydney, Gail, and Dewey have been the most consistent good guys in majority of like in these in these screen films, um, or in slasher films in general. We're used to seeing those faces, and again, that's what makes Scream very different from other movie franchises. Is that like we have two to three people that are pretty much consistent the entire time that we can trust, and they are really more the face of the franchise, in my opinion, than Ghostface. Sydney is more the face of Scream than Ghostface. And I know there's an argument to be made that, well, no, because she's not in this newest one or whatever, but it's like, that wasn't because they wrote her off. That was simply because of the fact that Neff Campbell was like, hey, I'm, I deserve more than what you're giving me. It wasn't to say that Sydney isn't the series or the franchise. It's to say that she didn't want to come back and do something that was below her pay grade, which is completely understandable. If you are the face of a franchise, and she is, regardless of how you feel about it, she is the face of Scream. Like, Ghostface and Sydney are kind of neck and neck for the face of Scream, because you could say it's Ghostface, but Ghostface changes within every film. Sydney Prescott doesn't change. It's always Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell is synonymous with Scream. When you see Nev Campbell, you think of Scream. When you see Scream, you think of Nev Campbell. You know, when you see Ghostface, you think, how is Sydney Prescott going to survive this? How is she going to live through this? Um, when you think of Scream, even in the in the Scream TV series, it was it was weird that she wasn't in there. And a lot of fans were like, when is Sydney coming? When is Sydney coming? Sydney's got to be a part of the show. And she never was. The show works, but like, again, she never was. Instead, there was a girl who was Sydney-like, Sydney-adjacent on the show, but didn't ever really quite hit her stride like Sydney did, if that makes sense. Anyway, getting back to this film. Um, that's what makes Scream so interesting, is having that familiar territory, that familiar ground, getting to see who the new killer is. Like, that's what makes Scream so cool. And I think that's what made it easier for me to digest as a child, was that it wasn't some boogeyman that's going to keep coming back no matter what you do to him. Um, it's more of these random people who decide they want to kill people and, you know, this is how they came up with their plot and their idea. It might not always be the best um, reveals, but they're interesting to watch still. And they do really make you think about people around you and how it's hard to trust people. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, And I think that's... With Sydney, with each film, you get we kind of get closer and closer to her and more into her mindset. And that's what's something that happens in 3 when we see the ghost of her mom we get to see that Sydney's not exactly okay. She bounces back from that, and in four, we don't see anything like that from her at all. But then we enter, then enter Sam and Tara, and we start to really see how Sam's mind works. And Sam's mind doesn't work too far away from Sydney's. We saw how Sydney viewed her mom and her mind and how her mom viewed her. But then we see in Scream 5 how Billy sees Sam and how Sam sees Billy. Well, I really shouldn't say how Billy sees Sam because Billy's dead. But you know what I mean? We get, we get to kind of see how she thinks her father would view her and would view situations. And so we have another, I know, we have another twist in that. And I really, like, Scream 6 is going to do some stuff. Just expect Scream 6 to do some stuff and blow your mind in ways that you were not expecting at all. Like, I really love Scream 6. I was I was worried about it, but when I found out, that it was going to really give Scream 2 kind of Scream 3 treatment, I was really excited. Because Scream 2 was one of my, like, it's either my favorite or my second favorite in the franchise. I love Scream 2. I thought it was perfectly done. Um, a lot of, I, I guess there's fans who don't like it because they feel like it's boring or it's too long. Um, guys, this movie's the longest one in the franchise. But 
what people don't seem to understand is Scream 2 had to set up more, right? It had to really show and flesh out Sydney's character and Randy and Dewey and Gail more than the first one did. It had to be bigger and it had to be longer. It would be kind of it, a little upsetting if it ran the same amount of runtime as one because Scream 2 did more. The, the deaths were more elaborate and crazy. I mean, well, it's hard to talk Casey's death, but I feel like Maureen Evans and um, uh, Phil Stevens, their death in the beginning, does a great job to mirror that. And Casey's original death, uh, or CC, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character, was going to, to mimic almost completely the same death as Casey Becker in the first movie. But they decided to do something different. And I think what they did worked really well. I think throwing her off the balcony just definitely set a precedent, like, oh shit, like, they're, they're throwing bitches off of shit in this movie. And it was so impactful in that movie that it came back in the third movie because someone fell off something in the third movie and then someone was thrown off something in the fourth movie. So clearly, like, throwing people off of things kind of came from that movie. And we, I know, we got to see a lot, like I said, more elaborate things happen in Scream 2. The killers were much more, like, in your face. Like, killing, you know, Phil and Marine in a movie theater, killing Randy on a, you know, a busy college campus while there weren't many kids coming by. As he's getting killed, there's kids, like, with a boombox walking by. Like, they really just gave no shits in Scream 2. They did not care. There was a huge party going on next door, and they killed the girl right next door. They really didn't care. Then they showed up at the party to, to harass Sydney. Again, they don't care. The killers in Scream 2 were doing a whole bunch of shit. Like, just crazy. Um... But yeah, Scream 6 is going to be intense. It's going to be wild. I'm really excited to see where Scream 7 goes now. Yes, there will be a 7. Um, it, it's crazy. I, I will say some, something about this, though, when it comes to Scream 6. There were a lot of incorrect, fake, false, like, script stuff that was thrown out there into the world. Um, and I'm, I'm actually kind of glad because I was like, for a while, I was shook, dude. I was like, oh my God, I'm hearing all this crazy stuff. This is happening. That's happening. This happening. My friend, my, a friend of mine, was like, "Nope, <laughs> I can tell you what's real and what's not. I'm not going to tell you who this person is. I'm not going to tell you what they do." But they were much like, "This is incorrect information. Do not read into this. It sounds very close to what's happening. This is not it. Just trust. Not it." So I was like, "Okay, cool, lit." So I kind of just stayed on the straight and narrow. Anytime someone threw something my way or put something on social media and I wanted to read it. I'd read it and go like, is this true? And he'd be like, no, it's not true. Don't worry about it. So, which for a minute I was like, are you playing me? But he wasn't playing me. Um, but yeah, this movie is, it's insane. I, I have to say, and I, I, I this is going to be hard. Again, I'm a huge, hardcore, hardcore Scream fan, guys. But I have to say, this Scream is in my top three. This is Scream 6 is in my top three. I would say, oh God, this is hard. For me, it's still a toss up between one and two, but I think six is right there with them. Like it's it's in there because number one is just the most nostalgic. You can't top number one when it comes to nostalgia because it's just amazing. But number two does a great job with just how many star-studded people they have. Like, for me, that one is also very nostalgic, too, because of you have Jada Pinkett Smith in there. You have Sarah Michelle Gellar in there. You have Jerry O'Connell in there. You've got a lot of people in there who were in things in the 90s that we love. So it's hard for me to, like, place something above two. Um, but six does a great job with, with hanging in there with them. Um, 
And then I love Ford. I, a lot of people don't really like Ford. I love Ford. I think the character of Jill Roberts really makes Ford for me. Um, because, like, she's just crazy. She's absolutely crazy. And I don't like Emma Roberts, but Emma Roberts knows how to play crazy well. And she she did. She did that in that movie. I really love how she played that character of Jill. Um, and honestly, if it wasn't for Jill being the killer and Jill being crazy, I wouldn't have really cared for four months. I'd be like, eh, it's another run-of-the-mill screen film. But having... Having that moment of seeing what the killer does to set up their elaborate scheme at the very end of Jill was really fucking cool. Only for it to not, to not pay off for her was kind of funny, and I kind of loved it. Um, and it really tried to bring back the brutality of the first two films, especially number one. And it wasn't given a chance to really do that all over because the movie one, you can tell the movie was trying to do that all over the place. But that people were like, nope, scale that back, scale that back, scale that back. And so it just kind of got reduced to being like images on a video camera or a phone that we don't really ever get to see. Um, But I mean, which I think worked out in its favor, but at the same time didn't work out in its favor. I don't know. Um, And then I would say like Scream 5 is pretty good. It's not the worst. I didn't care for Scream 5. I thought it was lazy. Um, In my personal opinion, I just thought it was lazy. I, there wasn't enough really going on in that movie for me. Um, that's just that's just my take on it that's how i felt about scream 5 it wasn't the worst but it wasn't the best and then scream 3 is the worst for me um uh, it's probably the one i've seen the most because it it is less gory it's more on the funny side of things and sometimes when i want a good funny movie but i still kind of want scream in it or not funny campy um but i still want scream in it i'll watch scream 3 because it is the can it, it is like scream's response to campy horror films when they just become like so run-of-the-mill and campy at, at some point, but they're still kind of good campy, that's Scream 3. Scream 3 is like a good campy horror movie. It, it should be worse. It should be more serious tone, but it's just not. That's Scream 3. I Like, 4 and 5 do not feel that way to me at all because they go back to being a little more gory. Scream 3 is just complete, like... It, it's almost like a scary movie. It's almost like scary movie series. Like, it, it's almost like a spoof on scary movies, which is, like, scary movie. So, I don't know. But yeah, Scream 3 for me is by far the least interesting. But this movie, this movie's gonna take it up a notch, a whole bunch of notches. And if it's true that Scream 7 is the final act, which is hard for me, okay, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. I, I can't believe that Scream 7 is the last one. Like, I want to, because it does kind of sound correct. Like, I, but then I'm like, I, I wouldn't be surprised, guys, if, if in a couple of years we're, we're looking at Scream 10. I just would not be surprised. Because it's like, who stops at seven movies? Like, I know, I think Nightmare on Elm Street actually did that um, with its, like, original run. But I'm like, who stops at seven? Like, when you're right there at the cusp of 10, who the hell is going to stop at seven? At the same time, six does a great job of being really cool. But it's like, how many more of these things can we get before they just get completely unnecessarily stupid like I'm not saying the plot of this one was a good plot I'm not saying that I'm just saying that like it's gonna come to the point where they're gonna have to get super campy and unoriginal if we keep going so I think seven is probably the best way to just end this shit for good now here's the big question um with seven potentially being the final film Are we possibly ready, possibly ready, to see Sidney Prescott die? Personally, for me, 
No, I'm not. I feel like this, okay, when it comes to Sydney dying. Um, you now have Sam and Tara, okay? This is technically their trilogy, right? You have Sam and Tara, this is technically their trilogy. If this is the very final movie, Scream 7, if it's very final, it's the final, final film, you have... You just have a chance to do something different. You have a chance to do something different where Sydney does not have to die. She is the face, like I said, of Scream. She is the franchise, right? And so if you have a chance, assuming Sam and or Tara survive Scream 6, right? Assuming they do or enough of them do, whatever. You have a chance in 7 to pick or choose who survives Scream 7. You have the OG final girl and you have potentially a new final girl should Sydney come back. You have chances to do something like that. You can either... Because if the series is going to end, right, and, and, and say Nick Campbell does come back, if the series is going to end, then are you going to take it back to its roots and make it once again about Sydney Prescott? Um... Or are you going to, like, kill her off early? Which, to me, would be stupid. Because if you're planning on killing off Sydney in the beginning, anyway, then, I don't know, I, just, I, I, I can't see that. I, can't, I feel like if it's going to be end, if it's going to be the end, it needs to feel final. And Sydney is the final girl. Um, and so I wouldn't mind seeing Sam, Tara, Sam or Tara, die off and keep Sydney alive because you have a chance to do that with Scream 7 because at the end of the day this is still Sydney's story right it's still mainly yeah we have Sam and Tara now and they are you know the newer faces of it but it's like even though Neff Campbell isn't in Scream 6 it's going to feel very much like Sydney's still in this. Sydney's still a part of it. Like, yes, they can continue a franchise without Sydney Prescott. And now they've given her a family and they've given her Kincaid and all that stuff. She doesn't really need to come back for seven. Like, that's my thing. I don't need to see Sydney in another screen film. And I didn't feel that way before, but I do now. Because now that Neff Campbell has stepped away from, from six and we know that they can function without her to a degree, even though Sydney is still the face. The reason why I'm okay with her not coming back is because I don't want to see her die off. Now that she has a family and she's got Kincaid and she's happy, I don't want to see Sydney be Ghostface's latest or last victim. I don't want to see that ever happen. I'm good with Sydney never coming back to the franchise and just living her life. I think out of all the characters in the franchise, I think she deserves that much. Because she doesn't poke the bear. Nev, like, like, Gail pokes the bear. That's why Gail, if she dies, don't give two shits because she pokes the bear. She always has to write her book. She always has to make it about stab. Like that that's her franchise. So let her die with that franchise. I'm fine with that. When it comes to Sydney, I'm not okay with that. Because Sydney never wanted to be the star. And that's what everyone always refers her to is like Sydney's the star. And she's like, I don't want to be the star. Like I don't I wanna live my life. She's she's very like anti-horror movies, anti-horror cliches. She's just like Dude, I'm just trying to live. Like, fuck all this horror movie bullshit. I'm just trying to live. Like, that's why I'm like, I don't think that Sydney should should be 
either should come back. And if she does come back, I don't want to see her die off. I think she's worked too hard to not, you know, to, to not have her life. So I'm kind of, and we don't even get to see that life. Because in Scream 5, we just see her running with the stroller. Scream 6, we're not going to get to see much of that either. That's obvious. So Scream 7, either show her life and show how well she's doing. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, but then again, I don't want to see that. Because I'm like, no, because then if she dies, I'm going to be sad. Because it's like, fuck, she has a whole life. She's good. She's finally not worried about Ghostface anymore. Like, I don't want to see that happen. At the same time certain things happen in seven that it's like or six that i'm like she's gotta do something right like i don't know bro i really just don't know about this i don't know i just don't know i'm trying to figure it out how this is gonna go with scream seven and i'm just like if scream seven is the final straw or the final act it's gonna be rough it's gonna be rough um um, for so many reasons, and like, oh, it's gonna scream seven. Scream seven was good, it's gonna be rough. Scream six, like, because, because honestly, once Nick Campbell said she wasn't gonna be in Scream six, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, I don't care who dies in this thing, I'll, like, bet. Like, I was actually excited for Scream six because this was the, this is the first time that I don't give a shit. That I don't care who dies. I'm like, bro, I don't care. Sydney's not in it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I really just did not care. Because, look, when I tell you, I, I love Courtney Cox. I have no issue with her. Gail Weathers is a problem. And she always has been. I love Gail Weathers. I think she's awesome with each and every movie. I think she becomes better and better. She's not my main. Sydney is my main. Dewey was my second place. He gone. So I was kind of like, okay, well, Gail was my third place anyway. So if Gail gotta go, Gail gotta go. Now that this movie's coming out, I was like, man, there's not a single one of them that I'm like, oh, I need you to live. If anybody, Mindy. Mindy is like my favorite of all the new kids. I like Chad enough in Five, and I love the actor that plays him. I think he's fine. I love him so much. Um, But I, like, and I like Sam well enough. Tara's whatever. Like, I just don't, but I don't care enough about any of them. Like, I really don't care about y'all. I don't care about y'all. I really don't. Like, out of all the, and Kirby, I don't care about her enough either. I was kind of like, I love Hayden Panettiere, and also, like, R.I.P. to her brother. That's very, very sad, and she's such a strong person to, like, you know, be doing it right now because I, I couldn't I'd be like no mm-mm. but um yeah excuse me um that's just crazy but um yeah Kirby like I'm like you were in one movie I know you're hidden penance here and I love you for it but you were in one movie I have no it, I have no loyalty to you sis like I could care less really honestly like it's cool to see you come back I guess but like I could, I'm not, like, if your character goes, you go, right? Like, all these new people, I'm like, I don't really know y'all. Like, I don't really know the actors that play y'all, so I really don't care. Like, I know the the cop guy. I know who, uh, what he's from. Uh, the new, the, the new guys are cute. But I'm just like, I'm not really, I don't care enough, like, about none of y'all. So if y'all have to go, y'all have to go. It was nice knowing you. I don't care. Um, so Scream 6 was the first scream that I could actually breathe a sigh of relief and it was kind of nice. Scream 7 um, might be a little bit different for me, but at the same time, no. Like I said, Sydney was, for me, Sydney is Scream. And so if there's an announcement made that, that Nev isn't coming back, which I think she will, and I'll tell you why. Scream 6 is projected to make more money than 5. So I think with more money comes more ability to get her back on board. Also, from what I've heard, Nev really likes what they did with the movie. And if that's the case, I think that's only going to kind of, you know, 
make her want to come back to the franchise to help close it out. So I do think that she'll come back for number seven. As as unfortunate for me as a fan as that is, I'm excited to see her come back. It's unfortunate because that means they have a chance to kill her off. And I don't want to see that happen. I don't ever want Nev to, to, to take that, that road, ever. I don't. I don't want Nev to ever be like, okay, cool. I want Sydney to go in this. No. Because I feel like if you're, if you're a writer for Scream, then you have to know how much Sydney's been through and that she just deserves to just have her fucking ha- happily ever after. Like I said, it was nice that she went away in Scream 6 because, you know, while everyone's worried that she might, you know, get killed or whatever off screen, it's like... Even if she dies off screen, I just I don't want to see her die on screen. I don't want to see that happen. I, I'm like, you've been through so much bullshit. And her dying off screen would like, no one would accept that though. Like, and that's the thing. That's why I'm like, if they kill her off screen, I'm fine with it. Because no one really has to accept that she died, right? Because like, Nev could easily one day come back and like, I want to do this movie or whatever, right? And they can still write Sydney into it. And like, I mean, we've seen people come back from the dead and scream, like, or we thought we're dead, like whatever. But like... I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I don't want to see her character die off. I'm sorry. I don't. I know how some people don't care. I'm like, nope, for me, Sydney is the franchise. Y'all can say Gail is. I really don't give a shit. Gail is, Gail pokes the bear and she gets whatever she gets. I really don't care. But for me, for Sydney, she's been through too much. Like, it's hard to, like, how can you not say that Sydney is not the franchise? Like, you, we literally in Scream 3 see inside of her mind and how she thinks about what happened with Ghostface and her mom. Like, everything goes back to what her mother Maureen did and how she's had to, like, live with that. She was, you know, her boyfriend killed her mom. Her brother, you know, her half-brother help plot to kill her mom he put it he put the whole thing together um her friends were the ones that were murdered off in high school her life was being put into a book by gail weathers like while gail started some stuff it was always about sydney's life like her mother the the very first book was about her mother's sexual you know um escapades with these guys but sydney's name was featured all over the book too so it's like and when, the, when they were talking about the murders, they always went back to Sydney's mom. And there was a picture of who Maureen and who Sydney. Like, they talked more about that than they did about Gail Weathers writing the book. So again, it's like this whole franchise goes back to Sydney. And she's become the, the, the star that everyone's jealous of. And all of these killers, are they're either fanboys or fangirls of, of, of the, the franchise. They want to know Sydney. They want to be with Sydney. They want to become Sydney. Like, there's all of these things that go back to Sydney. Nothing really goes back to Gail too much, which is why I'm like, if Gail ever decided to be the killer, I wouldn't be upset about that. I would see it coming. I would totally see Gail becoming the killer because it's like, with her, you know, even in Scream 4, when she's like, I have nothing to write about, you saw how frustrated she was. And with her calling herself J.K. Rowling to 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 Sydney's like uh, 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 Harry Potter, um, you could see that that's how she views herself in Sydney's life. And I think there's always been this sort of jealousy of like, why does Sydney always get the phone call? Why does Sydney always have to be the one getting attacked? Why is Sydney being the one being framed for for all these things? Sydney, Sydney, Sydney. What about me? She's she. You could easily write her as a very big Jan Brady of the franchise for sure. Um, so if she were able to become the killer, I wouldn't put it past her. Like, as many people want to see Sydney, which I wouldn't mind Sydney being a killer, honestly, but as many people who want to see Sydney become the killer, I wouldn't mind seeing Gail. I think it's a bit obvious, though. Um, 
I, but I think, I mean, both of them are kind of a bit obvious now. Like, it would, to me, if Gail and Sydney decided to be the killers and go after Sam and Tara and whoever, you know, is in the next film, assuming they're both in the next film, um, that would be rough. <laughs> that would be cool, but it'd be rough. And they would do, if you're going to make it the final chapter, make it them, because they would get shit done. Like, you couldn't tell me that. You couldn't tell me Gail and Sydney, like, should they, like, should, should Gail survive this movie? And should uh, Sydney come back? which it sounds like she might, I don't know. Um, they would get shit done. Like, I think they would. I If Gail survives this, I... Because, again, I haven't seen the whole movie. I've only seen, like, majority of the film. I haven't seen everything. So I'm not... I can't tell you, in all honesty, I cannot tell you if Gail returns. And I, I honestly don't want to. I wouldn't because, like, I, like... I don't want to spoil the movie for you. So, like, you know, I mean, if she doesn't, I don't give a shit. And if she does, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, like I said, there's so many people who are hanging on to guilt. And that's another, okay, that's another thing, too. When people say that Sydney is not the face of the franchise, look how many people now are holding on for hope that Gail survives this. Why is that? Because she's the last of the three OGs. That's why you can't tell me that Sydney being absent isn't, that her presence isn't felt. Bullshit. Like, the fuck? Are you kidding me? And they gave Gail, from what I've seen, an amazing scene that she, like, Gail never really gets amazing scenes anymore. Gail got a really, she, her best scene is in Scream 2. Her best scene against Ghostface is in Scream 2. When she's in the in the, the the sound booth or whatever, her best scene with Ghostface. And then I would say she's got a really cool ghost scene, uh, a chase with ghost scene, in, or Luda with Ghostface in Scream 4. When she goes to the barnyard thing, at the barn house, whatever the fuck, Good, good moment with Ghostface. Um, there's probably some other ones that are okay with her and Ghostface too, but like those are like the, the top two ones. This one is better than both of those scenes. Both of those scenes. And why is that? Why do you think that is? Because there's no Sydney. Even in the in the in the scene itself, Ghostface even addresses the fact that they've never been on the phone together, which is weird because that, that that means that she's put in her books that she's never talked to Ghostface over the phone. Which I don't know if that no, she no, he called her phone to talk to Randy. I think that's what happened. I don't remember. In Scream 2. Anyway, like, girl, I don't know. It's just, but yeah, that, that would be a cool plot twist. If, if Gail and Sydney became the killers, I would not be against that at all. Shit, if the twins, like, should they survive? If the twins become the killers, yo, I think that'd be too obvious though. Cause that's what I was thinking for like number five. And I was like, what if they were the killers? They weren't the killers. But you know what? That wouldn't... Okay. If they were the killers in five, that would have been a better plot than what we got. Like, honestly, like... Because Amber and Richie, one, they were too obvious. Because, like, okay, like... I knew it was Richie because of the fact that I'm like, dude, he's 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 Dennis Quaid and, and Meg Ryan's kid. Out of all these kids besides the guy from 13 Reasons Why, he's one of the most famous. And at the time, Jenny Ortega wasn't in as much, or Jenny Ortega wasn't in as much. So I was like, uh, it's got to be him. It's It's got to be him. He's got to be it. And Amber was just too suspect the whole entire movie that I'm like, it's got to be her. Like, it just, like, it just has to be her. Like... I was like, Chad is, either Chad is, like, really stupid or he's smart enough to be the killer. But I was like, I don't think it's Chad. I don't think it's Chad. I don't think it's Mindy. While it would be a cool plot twist if it was one of the two of them, I didn't think it was them. I never suspected Liv at all. I thought for sure that it was, and then once, like, once Wes died, then I was like, okay, well, then he's out. Like, 
he was never on my radar, but I was like, eh, he is from 13 Reasons Why. There's a chance it could be him. But I knew it was it was um, Jack Quaid. I knew he was the killer. I've seen him in The Boys and stuff, and I just I just knew that he was going to be the killer. Um, I believe he's the one that kills Rue as well in The Hunger Games. Am I right? Like, if you if you think about it, how the 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 writers and just everyone involved chose the killers it made so much sense if you just look at their their, their filmography or whatever the fuck you could see the pattern so with richie it's like wait he's the guy from hunger games who killed rue like he was one of the bad kids in hunger games okay that makes sense and then if you look at um homegirl from once upon a time in in and what was it? Was it Mexico or whatever it was? I forgot what it was. Um, where she burns and she, you know, she's one of the, she was in a huge movie. I was like, okay, so she was in a huge movie. He was in a huge movie. Both of them were bad guys in that movie. I wonder. That was really where my brain went. I was like, I wonder. And I was definitely right about that. And I think, like I said, from, if you look, just look back at the screen films, even if you go back to all the way back to screen one. And you look at some of the killers in, in the films, okay? Look at the, the first cast, right? You had Courtney Cox, who was obviously not the killer. You had, uh, Drew Barrymore doesn't count because she died at the beginning, so she's not her. Um, Nev Campbell, she's obviously the, the, the main girl in this. It's, she's not the killer. Um, but you had Billy, Tatum, Stu, Randy, and Dewey. Those are the main five that you had. Now, out of those main five, outside of, you know, Sydney, Gale, and all the others, who would be the most likely to be a killer? Obviously not um, Tatum. Who, and, and I mean, Rose McGowan had, pop, you know, a lot of things going on, but obviously not her. She was, it was obviously she wasn't going to be the killer. Um, that, I just didn't get that vibe from her. I knew that I was like, eh, there's, there's going to be happy one more girl. Unfortunately, I was like, there has to be one more girl that dies in this. It's not going to be Sydney. It's not going to be Gail. Even at, at first watch as a kid, I knew that Tatum was going to be a goner. Because she just screams like 90s girl getting killed in 90s horror film. That's what she's there for. Um, and then, so I knew it wasn't her. But then if you look at it again, who was in like the bigger stuff at that time? Out of the ones I like that, that we have left, we have... David, um, what's his name? Oh my God, David, not David Gallagher. What's his name? David Arquette, sorry. We have David Arquette, Skeet Earl Rich, Matthew Willard, and um, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy was becoming a big star, but I think it would have been just, like, him and Stu were the most obvious to me that it could be one of them, but then Billy was screaming the obvious too. I remember seeing the guy who played Billy in The Craft beforehand. I think it was beforehand. No, it was around that time. Um... But I knew it was Stu. I knew Stu was one of the killers. And Billy's painfully obvious, too. But again, if you look at who was doing things at that time, it made more sense to be Matthew Lillard because he was doing a ton of things. And then uh, Skeet Earl Rich. I'm not saying Jamie Kennedy wasn't doing a ton of things, too. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that I think out of those three, it was obviously going to be mo- more of those two. Going back, going into Scream 2, while there was a ton of people that were in a lot of things in that movie, Jada Pickett, but again, she died early on, Sarah Michelle Gellar, but again, she died early on. If you look at who was left, you had Laura Metcalf or Metcalf, whatever her name is, from Roseanne. That's like the biggest, that's out of everyone who's there um, that's left, that's like the biggest one besides Jerry O'Connell. That's like the biggest one who had the most going on. I can't really speak too much of what the guy who played Mickey had going on. But again, Mickey was an obvious killer to me. Even when I was a kid, I was like, it's Mickey. He just looks like he's a killer. He looks like a killer. He just does. I'm sorry. Like him and Stu and, and, and Billy all looked like killers to me. You could not tell me they were like, oh, they're just being goofy. Nah, they're killers. Um, but yeah, like 
Laura Metcalf it made sense to be her she's been one of the biggest TV series ever in Roseanne and she just happens to be throughout this movie it's got like I knew it had to be her I as a kid I knew it had to be her I did not trust her um and then for Scream 3 you look at everybody who's in Scream 3 and it's like when we get down to like more of the final scenes it was obvious that it had to be um the uh it was either for me it was either Patrick Dempsey or Roman and I say that because Patrick Dempsey was like kind of becoming a big star. I don't know if Grey's Anatomy was a thing. I think it was still a thing at that time or it was a thing at that time. But I was like, it has to be either the detective or Roman because I've seen Roman. He was in the show Felicity and he, out of most of the people in this movie, I could pinpoint things that he's been in um, where a lot of the other ones I really couldn't. Like, I like is her name Parker Posey? I wasn't sure what she'd been in before, but I didn't think it was her at all. Um, I didn't think it was, uh, oh my God, I forgot his name, but he, the black guy from, from Scream 3, didn't think it was him at all either. He didn't give me the vibe that it was. Roman was the only one that really like made me question. And then when I thought about what he'd been in in Felicity, I was like, I bet you it's him. Cause he's, cause I know what he's from. Um, and sure enough, he was the killer. Um, Scream 4, same thing. For me, Scream 4, it was obvious that it was Emma Roberts. Why? Because when I thought about who was in the most stuff, I was like, okay, Hayden Panettiere here and Emma Roberts are the two of all the newer cast that are in the most stuff. Like when it get when again when it got down to that final act, and I was like, I'm not buying that Jill's gonna be the new Sydney. I'm not buying this. It's clearly her. I knew it was Jill from from Jump. I knew it was Jill. Cause like I said, I grew up watching like Unfabulous and stuff, and I'd seen Emma Roberts in different things. I knew that it was her. Um, when it came to Charlie, I thought it was either Charlie or the other boy, um, the film student guy. And then when he got stabbed, I was like, oh, it's Charlie. It's Charlie. And when they did that fake out, like, you know, he's going to get killed on the porch thing. I was like, okay. And then sure enough, I was right. It was Charlie, which made sense. Cause again, what got me to, about him too, was he's a Culkin. So it's like, even though he might not be the, the, the big, big cheese of the Culkins, he's still a Culkin. Why is a Culkin in this movie for no other reason than to be a killer and I that might sound crazy to you but when you think about it go back to Scream 5 he's Jack, he's uh Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's kid he's a legacy kid like you know his his parents were already big stars like come on now come on like most of the killers in these movies they're already they're people who already have like a huge rising star or they're related to somebody that's super famous and Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid like they're not the biggest biggest stars in the world but Meg Ryan was a huge star and let's go back to the fact that Meg Ryan was like a shot like uh Nev Campbell mentions Meg Ryan in the first Scream maybe even in Scream 2 as well I don't remember but Meg Ryan's name was dropped before which is another kind of red herring thing of like okay but her son is in this movie what are the odds? Like, what, like, I mean, if you, and it might sound kind of far-fetched, but I'm telling you, like, when you're someone like me and you think a lot when you watch movies, you're like, oh, this makes sense. Which is why when I found out who's the killer in Scream 6, I was like, yep. <laughs> Knew it. One thing surprised me. One thing about Scream 6. I'm not going to give it away. One thing surprised me. Everything else did not surprise me. I clocked it. Now, if Scream 7 does something different, whoa. Whoa. But, uh, yeah, no. Scream 6, I clocked that shit, too. I'm not going to tell you anything. I don't need to. Um, and all I can say is it's out there if you want to see. It's been out there for weeks, so don't even go there with me. Um, but I clocked it. Now, if Scream 7 wants to do something different, cool. But I'm going to end this now. Look, Scream 6 is coming out this Thursday, or 
actually tomorrow night, I think Wednesday is like some some screenings. You can see it on Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. Friday's the big day for it to be out in theaters. Um, I'm excited for this film. I can't wait to see the public reaction to it. Um, mainly, I can't wait to talk about things openly because I've been keeping things to myself for a while, and I like that's why I haven't really been posting about Scream Six on this because I've been wanting to be like oh I want to tell all I want to say stuff but I've been quiet and it's going to be nice um once the movie's out that I don't have to be quiet anymore and I can talk about things because there's a lot that I want to talk about because oh this movie goes hard anyway I'll see you guys next time have a great rest of your day night evening afternoon and I'll see you later peace